0: Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I'm going to be flying solo here on this Tuesday slate. uh, As Mr. Kenny Taylor could not join me tonight, but that's okay. We have a fantastic eight-game slate here for your Wednesday, your hump day. Happy hump day, everybody. And uh, we're going to break it all down, but first let's go ahead and just dive uh, dive right into the Injury news that we know about already. Chris Osparzingis is questionable against my Bulls with his ribs injury. Uh, Daniel Gefford also questionable on the uh, Wizards with an ankle injury. So that's an interesting little uh, dynamic there. Anthony Edwards is questionable with a hip injury. For the Bulls, we do have DeMar DeRozan questionable with a quad injury. For the Suns. Uh, Who knows? Uh, DeAndre Aiden, questionable with an ankle injury. Chris Paul, also questionable with a hip injury. Landry Shamit also questionable with a hip injury as well. Uh, For the Knicks, we've got R.J. Barrett, questionable with that finger injury. Uh, Keldon Johnson of the Spurs, questionable with a hamstring injury. For the Detroit Pistons, also who knows? Uh, Bojod Bogdanovich, questionable with a calf injury. Isaiah Stewart, questionable with a shoulder injury. And Jalen Duren questionable with a ankle injury. For the Celtics, we do have Marcus Smart questionable with a knee injury and Robert Williams also questionable with that knee uh, injury. He's been shuffled before. I guess he doesn't play. Going to go ahead and try to manage that knee injury. Mm -hmm. Uh, Herb Jones is doubtful for the Pelicans with a back injury, so that's about it. That's a lot of uh, pretty pretty impactful news that we're waiting on there, so a lot is probably going to change between now and and when this thing tips off and locks and all that. So uh, you guys should get that DFS pass. I've, you know, I've been plugging it every single show. Uh, go get it. It's $4.99 a month. It is very cheap. And you get to ask us, who you like when guys get ruled in or ruled out? Uh, and are you going to pivot this guy? And would you play this guy over this guy? It, those are all valid questions in our Discord, which is part of our DFS pass. Uh, go to sportsethos.com and go get it. Now, no, 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 no. no. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about my Bulls in the Washington Wizards. I usually don't like to play Wizards games, but we got Kuzma, or we've got Christoph Porzingis questionable and Gaffer questionable if they're both out. Uh, Kal Kuzma at 8,500 is an absolute lock for me. Kuzma profiles is a guy that's going to just absolutely destroy the Bulls. Uh, lanky guy that can shoot. Athletic. Can dribble a bit. You don't like his face. <laughs> so he's probably going to have a good game against the Uh, Chicago Bulls. So I do like Kuzma at 8,500, even if uh, Kristaps and Gafford play. I still like him at 8,500. I don't view him as a lock, though. Uh, But I still think he's a decent play there at 8,500. Levine. Zach Levine at 8,000 is a smash play, if there's no DeMar DeRozan, quite obviously. The Wizards do like to slow the pace down a bit, but, I mean, there's going to be so much usage up for grabs with no DeMar. Uh, Levine could shoot himself out of it. He's probably going to be highly owned, so I wouldn't view him as a lock. But I do think uh, he's still a good play. So, uh, there you go. Um, Patrick Williams at 4,700. If there's no DeMar, Patrick Williams is going to have to shoulder some of that offensive load as well. He's been playing a lot, 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 lot lot better the last couple of weeks. Uh, Ownership there will probably be low. And uh, Kobe White at 3,300. Kobe White at 3,300 is absolutely a good play if there's no DeMar DeRozan. Uh, so all these plays are just dependent on DeMar sitting. But, yeah, if there's no DeMar, uh, Bulls are going to need to get some offense, and they're going to play some three-guard sets. So Kobe White's going to be in there. I would assume is going to be in there. Caruso will be in there. I think you can look at all those guys. But of all those guys, I think Kobe White offers the most upside at his price tag, $3,300. Uh, obviously very cheap. All right, let's move on, though, to Detroit and Minnesota. This one should be a fun one. Should be a lot of offense here, so uh, pretty excited about that one. Uh, we've got D'Angelo Russell at 7400 If there's no Anthony Edwards, I'd love him even more. Even if he, Anthony Edwards does play, though, I think he's a distant play. If Anthony Edwards does play, I think I like Anthony Edwards as well. Paying a pretty penny for Anthony Edwards anytime he plays, but still, I think he's worth it for sure. And Detroit just has nobody. They're, all, they're just extremely short-handed, uh, and it's a back-to-back for them. So, I mean, blowout factor. Uh, 9,100 for Anthony Edwards, by the way. Blowout factor makes me think I don't want to play any of these guys, <clears throat> just to be honest, to be candid. But I still think they uh, make sense logically to play. And if you think it's going to be a close game, go for it. On the other side of the ball, I have more interest on the Detroit side, actually, and uh, especially if bolton buck does not play, because I just think there's so much offense uh, up for grabs there. But I've got Killian Hayes at 5,800. He just had a stinker, which is fine. He had uh, three basically 40-point games in a row, uh, DK points. And he's been the same price tag. It's not coming up. And so, you know, that's a bit of a ceiling. I'm not going to say that that's a you know floor play. We saw what the floor was in the last one. You know, he had like 20 DK points. I mean, did not have a good game. I played him. But, you know what? That's okay. We take the good with the bad, and we're going to hope he connects on more than 20% of his shots. So, there you go. Uh, Killian Hayes at 5,800. He's my dude, Hamadou Diablo. Diablo. Hamadou Diablo. At 3,800. He's my dude, Diablo. <laughs> uh, if there's no Bojan Bogdanovic, he's going to get 25-plus minutes. Just like I said uh, he was going to get in this, other, in this last game from I mean, yesterday. And... Uh, as long as he's getting that, he produces. We saw he gets boards, gets points, gets steals. Athletic guy, gets dunks. It's a fun player to watch. Not the most gifted shooter. Probably a dig on his game, but uh, 3,800, uh, he doesn't need to shoot the ball well to hit value there for you. So go for it. And then Kojo, Corey Joseph, if Bojan is out also, uh, another ca- caveat type play here, but if Bojan is out, I like Corey Joseph at 3000 minimal minimum pricing. He got 20-ish minutes in the uh, last game without Bojan. Did not shoot the ball particularly well, but did a lot of, uh, he had like eight assists, so did a lot of other things very well for this uh, Detroit Pistons team. They're going to need him in there uh, as a veteran player to help uh, guide guys like Jaden Ivey. So, I like Kojo at 3,000 for sure. Uh, Let's move on, though. Let's talk about the Boston Celtics and the New Orleans Pelicans. I'll be honest, I don't have a ton of interest in this game in general. Um, We do have some injury news that we need to, you know, be aware of. And if that drops, then I do have more interest. But Najee Marshall at 5,800, I still have interest in him. Still think he's a very good play. Uh, Shot didn't fall in the last one, but he had two smash games before that. So... Hopefully some people are off of him, and I know Boston is a tough defensive team. So maybe that will also drive some some ownership away and drive the ownership down, and that's okay. That's fine. Let's try to take advantage of that. Let's hope he has a uh, more like a ceiling game here. And uh, we'll smash. So there you go. Uh, now, if there's no Robert Williams and no Marcus Smart on the Celtics side, I'm going to have interesting guys like Brock and Derek White, Al Horford, etc. Uh, I just don't know right now. I feel like the, I feel like probably uh, Robert Williams is going to sit. Marcus Smart, I really don't know. I really don't know. He's truly questionable for me. So I uh, think I'm going to wait on that one. But if they don't play, uh, again, I think there's interest there in those uh, bench guys that pretty much always come in when they're down a player or two. Uh, okay, moving on, let's talk about the Knicks and in the Indiana Pacers. Uh, I do like this game. I think uh, the Knicks are, uh, you know, you talk about Ian Brunson and Julius Randle. I think they're just a little bit too priced up for me based on, you know, what what other guys are around there. I mean, man, uh, Julius Randle's ten five. Like, that's just, yeah, I don't know if I knew that. Uh, but I do like Tyrese Halliburton at 9,200. I think that's a very fair price for him. I think this is a very, very good uh, matchup for him, which we'll talk about later as well, moving into our Thrive plays. But, uh, 9,200 just feels absolutely fair. Uh, again, that's gonna, pretty much going to give you 40 points and you know has some upside from there as well. So, yeah, I think he's a good play. Um, probably my favorite spend-up here, obviously. I'm also going to throw out there O-shape Brissette at 3,100. The minutes are there. The minutes are there. I think he's a good punt play because the minutes are there. He's just not doing a whole lot with those minutes just yet. But well, we've seen him in the past. I mean, when he's getting 20 to 25 minutes. We have absolutely seen him, you know, have uh, uh, have some good uh, some good games. So I'm gonna throw him out there as a GPP type play. A uh, gonna have very low ownership type play. As long as those minutes are there, which I think they should be. Uh, I would like to see Jalen Smith ruled out or something like that. But even so, I think he's fine. Basically, bottom pricing. So, there you have it. Uh, okay, though. Let's move on, though. Let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. And this is another game where I just feel like, I feel like the Bucks are just going to take care of business. I really do. Atlanta's been struggling, struggling, struggling. And uh, the Bucks are just a very good team. I mean, don't have Chris Middleton yet. Now they do have some off games here and there. They've had some real stinkers. I think if you want to play Giannis, go for it. I think it's fine. I I don't think I'm going to even think about touching Trey Young or Dejounte Murray. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later too. But I just it's just Milwaukee is just such a tough defensive team. Uh, I mean, if you want to be super contrarian in the GPP, I feel like there's other options that are less risky. But you could do it, sure. Um, but who, the person I do like in this game, I do like Drew Holiday at 7,200 as a GPP play. I think he's going to be low-owned. Um, third game back from the injury. You know, it's kind of around this time. We always talk about, I at least always talk about the third game back from these injuries that keep people out for extended periods. Seems to be that time when they kind of uh, flip the switch and start playing a little bit more like themselves. He had a pretty good game in the last one. So, going to be guarding Trey in uh, guarding DeJounte Murray, so I'm hoping for a few steals as well. Plus 110 odds on that. Boy, I looked it up. I was hoping to would be better. I, might, I was going to maybe play some better, if I didn't do it. Um, but that's it. I've got Drew Holidays, as a GP only play. Uh, I think you can play other guys in this game, the Stars. Not super-duper interested in any of the uh, secondary players. I did take a look at John Collins as a potential Giannis Stopper. You always think about who's going to stop Giannis or who's going to stop Luca. Who's going to stop these guys? Um, he just hasn't had good games. I get some Milwaukee bucks historically, so not super into him, especially at that six thousand nine hundred price tag. It's really a climb, so uh, he'll probably have a great game. But I'm fading him. So there you go. Uh, Spurs and Memphis Grizzlies. Let's talk about them. I do have some interest in this one for sure. Uh, Josh Richardson, J Rich. He's my guy. You guys know that out there if you follow me on Twitter. Four thousand six hundred. I would definitely keep an eye on Keldon Johnson's status. If Keldon Johnson's in, it's a little pricey there for Mister Johnson, uh, Mister Richardson. Wow, Mister Johnson, uh, Keldon Johnson. If he's in, Josh Richardson price is a little bit pricey. I would probably look at Keldon Johnson if he' sure he's going to play. I believe he's at seven thousand, but uh, J Rich, yeah. If Kelden's out. He's gonna have plenty of uh, usage, so I will go with him for sure. There's some other sub five four thousand guys I keep my eye on if Keldon is ruled out, like like uh, Malachi Branham and uh, Doug McDermott. Uh, but again, it's only if Kelden Johnson's out. Don't have a ton of interest in this game either, to be honest. <laughs> I know I'm saying that for like several games in here. I'm like cutting the slate slate in half, but sometimes that's good. Sometimes limiting your your player pool is good. I just feel like the Memphis Grizzlies are gonna care business here and the Spurs just have no interest in winning basketball games right now. So okay let's move on though let's talk about Denver and, and the decimated Phoenix Suns who are currently as I'm watching uh beating the Golden State Warriors by 13. It's a close close-ish game now. Kind of interesting. Uh the the Warriors are, are putting up some fight here. Um well let's talk about that. They're gonna play the uh Denver Nuggets here on a back-to-back so you know who can we trust? Um, on this Phoenix Sun squad, you know, Chris, Chris Paul's questionable. Uh, DeAndre Aiden, I'm going to consider questionable. I'm, I, I would guess he doesn't play. I don't think Chris Paul is going to play. I, don't, you know, I think they're just going to sit out this one, honestly. If they're back, it would really surprise me. But the Mikhail Bridges at 6,300 seems like a very, very good, uh, GPP play to me. It's going to be a tough matchup. Uh, it is a back to back. So I think the ownership's going to be low enough that, um, he could very well smash. He is a talented player. He ha- he can disappear uh, on the offensive side sometimes, so that's a little frustrating. But if you're looking for that ceiling game, I think that he's a good one. Uh, Dwayne Washington at 4,600. You know, we all know Dwayne Washington Jr., what he does on the basketball court. He scores the basketball, uh, and the Suns are going to need that. Absolutely no Devin Booker. Even if those other guys are in, you know, Booker's out. They're just, they need scoring. so. Dwayne Washington at 4,600, I do like that play quite a bit, uh, no matter who's in or out. Tory Craig also, I do like this play uh, as well. Um, I mean, I like it more if there's no, no DeAndre Ayton, but even so, uh, I think at 4,500 for Tory Craig, who is another guy that's perennially underrated, gets boards, uh, scores at a, a pretty nice clip, honestly. Athletic dude, forty five hundred seems fair. Sarge Dario Sarge at thirty five hundred. Man, uh, I mean the, the floor could absolutely fall out from Dario Sarge. He could absolutely just have a really terrible game. I could see it happening. He's done it plenty of times in his career. Just ha- he's just not you know borderline good NBA player. I guess you would call him. He was a high lottery pick that I disappointment his whole career basically. But but. I'm going to take a stab at Dario Sarge at 3500 I He's a skill player. Uh, I think he had like six or seven assists tonight. Is, is this game I'm watching now. And grabs boards, scores. Don't think you can go wrong there. I like Jacques Landel at 3400 as well. He's going to blow my parlay here. I put a $20 parlay to win about uh, $1,100. And I need Landel one block. You know, it's just not going to happen. It's almost the end of the game. There's four and a half minutes left. I'm so sad. But I still want to go to Jacques Landell on a DFS slate. I think it's a a good play here. You know, we've got no um, – if we've got no uh, DeAndre Aiton, obviously, then Biombo and Landell are going to split time. Uh, I would definitely prefer Landell out of those two. I think they're both fine plays, honestly. But my preference is just Landau. I think he's got the higher ceiling for sure, more of a skilled player on the offensive side. Um, Houston and Sacramento, you would theoretically think I have a lot more interest in this game than I do. I just don't, don't like the price tags I'm getting for the top guys here. So not really into any of them, but I do like Kevin Werder at 5,900. He's pretty much always on my list here. Uh, just a nice filler guy. Uh, this is an up to game. Gonna get lots of shots up. Lots of threes. Malik Monk, I think I like him even more because of the price tag, 4,400. Uh, again, I think this is going to be a game that's going to be running on type, type style which really plays in well to Bleak Monk's style of play. So he's probably my favorite play in that entire game right now. Right now. Um, let's talk about Thrive Fantasy. ThriveFantasy.com uh, is where you can go and enter the promo code ETHOS and get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. And uh, you're going to go there and you're going to win some money because you're going to play some player props that uh, we're going to give you. And some of your own, and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You guys should go do it. I do have a couple here for you. Uh, one of them is not so exciting, but the other two are exciting. I'll go with the not exciting one first. Angela Russell over five point five assists. Uh, I mean, if you know, there's no uh, Anthony Edwards, I think absolutely you have to think that he would have he would absolutely, absolutely. Uh, have to get over 5.5 assists. I mean, they're going to rely on him a whole lot. But even if Anthony Edwards is in, I think it's a, a smash play. I think it's pretty much given. It's only 80 points, so, um, you know, the odds aren't great there because it's just it's likely to happen. So there you go. Um, I've also got Trey Young under 34.5 points and assists. If he scores 22 points, he would have to get 13 assists to hit the over here. And I just don't see that happening. Right. Uh, I mean, could he go off for 30 points? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He's Trey Young. I mean, I I would not, that would not surprise me, really. But um, I think, you know, Milwaukee Bucks, tough matchup. I think DeJounte Murray is is becoming the dude there, honestly. That's maybe a bold thing to say. But yeah, I think in the end, it makes a whole lot of sense here. Uh, I've also got Tyrese Halliburton, over 10.5 assists, and that's 100 points against the New York Knicks. I just like this matchup form. I think it's a very good matchup form. I uh, don't like the number a whole lot. 10.5 is a big number. But I think he can get there. I think he can get there in this game. I really, really do. <laughs> but yeah, 100 points for that one. So go ahead and smash that one in. That's it, guys. That is That is going to be all. For the DFS Today Podcast, I am Keith Cork. You can follow me on Twitter at, at BSBP Keith. Come on, Jacques Landale, get one block, just one measly block with me that money. Uh, but go follow me there. And also wherever you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and hit like and subscribe. Uh, we do need your listens. We need your reviews. So leave us a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, we always want to get your feedback for sure. So uh, until next time, guys, go get that money.